Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Coming! Coming! Welcome to Handbags at Dawn, the show where we delve into the thoughts and experiences of fabulous women through the medium of the evidence in their bags. I'm your host, Charlotte Edmonds. As a TV creative who worked at Psycho for nine years, a mum of two, and being an experienced bag carrier myself, fingers crossed I'm equipped with at least some of the skills you'd want from a bag-peaking podcast producer. This is the one where we find out you shouldn't listen to the advice of tiger mothers. Dragon mothers are just so much better. I am incredibly happy to introduce this week's inspiring guest. Her phenomenal career started aged just 16 when she worked alongside her father in the family's coin machine business, a company she later bid for and won on her father's retirement, building it up into the first of her own highly successful enterprises. She went on to start a holiday park in Cornwall, learning the trade so well that after just one season, three more parks were bought and the brand Westar was launched. The company became extremely valuable and she was offered a price she couldn't refuse, but unwilling to let all of that business acumen go to waste, she and her husband have reinvested their time and money in beautiful Devon pubs and hotels. She's a Prince's Trust mentor, works with the Children's Hospice and Rays of Sunshine charities, and in 2004 was awarded an OBE by Prince Charles for services to tourism. But by her own admission, her biggest achievement has been raising her four daughters, one of whom is none other than Dragon's Den star Deborah. Meet an unbelievably energetic, enigmatic entrepreneur, Sonia Meaden. Hello. Hello, wow, <laughs> what an introduction. <laughs> well, it's all true, isn't it? The funny thing is you don't actually notice anything when you're doing it. And then when people tell you, as you have just said about me, you think, who is this person? Because you've just sailed through everything without thinking, oh, I'm doing something, you just do it. At the end of the day, if you enjoy doing what you do, then you'll be successful, is my view. If you don't like doing what you're doing, you're going to fail. What do you like about your business? I like the challenge. I like overcoming things. Nobody ever is successful without having problems in the background somewhere. And there's always a solution, but you have to find it. And I've always found that very interesting. Stand back, think about the problem, then find the way through. What sort of challenges have you met? Well, uh, my very first challenge was a personal one. My first marriage failed. I was a single mother, two young children, almost destitute. And I managed to think I'm at the bottom now, and there's only one way, and it's up. And I think if everybody has 
has that attitude when they're in really terrible situation, it's got to get better. I've been very lucky, actually. I've had some lovely people in my life. They've helped me. I haven't asked for it, but they've volunteered it. I've accepted it, and I appreciate it. And I will never forget those people. I managed, because of those people, to start a very small business of my own. Then my father wanted me to come back into his business to help him as he was expanding, which I did. That was a bit of a challenge, because working with your father, who you don't necessarily see eye to eye with at times, (laughs) I would always feed information into him, and it would come out three months later as his idea, which I thought was absolutely great. And I praise him for the ideas. When you started out, did you have ambitions in any particular industry? Did you want to take this path? No. When I was at grammar school, I wanted to be a doctor. Don't ask me why, because I can't stand the sight of blood. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it helps you stitch people up quicker. (laughs) Get rid of it! (laughs) But I think think a lot of that was based on kind of young girls' dreams of being something or other. When my father wanted to retire, he asked my sister or myself who wanted to buy the business. I bought it she didn't Brian and I we had a business in Longleat which he ran I was in Minehead that's also a challenge because we were spending six days a week away from one another and one day together where you have to be very careful you don't just discuss the business you are still two people that are in love with one another but I think we managed that because now 50 years later We're still in love, which is also a challenge to actually, as we have, maintained a relationship which is alive. I love him, but I'm in love with him and I know he feels the same about me. We say to one another, we can't think of a better person to be with. And so I think that's really great after 50 years because I see a lot of my friends who just sit alongside one another. They're just there. We're not just there. We are really there. So how did you do that? How did you foster that kind of relationship with each other? A lot of credit to Brian, I must say, because he's romantic. He's more romantic than me. I'm a bit more practical than him. It's the boy in him (laughs) and it's the mother in me. We have two more daughters now, Brian and myself, so we've got four girls. One of the things that we always did was whenever we went on holiday with our children, we would take them on holiday that was their holiday. Then Brian and I would always, always have a holiday where we were lovers. And that was very important because when your children have gone, and I would say this to all parents, when they've gone, you must have something left between yourselves. And if you give it all to your children, you probably won't have. So always keep that little bit that's two people in love, not just mum and dad. It's worked for us anyway. Brian left Longleat and he came into my neck of the woods. That was a challenge. He'd been six days a week working somewhere else. So we decided the only way that would work is if we both had separate roles in the business. I am nearly clueless when it comes to figures, but he's not. He's got a degree in economics. So that was fine. You do that. I'm a people person. I love people. So I was the one that was out front making sure the business worked, looking at our customers, knowing what they wanted. And so it was always important for us to actually have contact with the customers. Brian's not necessarily the people person I am. So we keep him in the office and leave me. (laughs) But it's good to have different skill sets on different parts. It's the only way it worked in a family business. And then our two eldest daughters came into the business. Two parents, two sisters running the same business. Again, we divided the responsibility. Deborah was much more in the office, the administration, planning strategy, things like that. Gail, she's our eldest daughter, she was much more operational. And so that worked very well. The biggest challenge, I suppose, for me in my life was because I was a workaholic and I loved it. And so it didn't matter.
better. I'd work 17, 18 hours a day if I had to, sometimes 20 if that's what it took to do my project because my role was marketing. The effect of that was that I happened to be in Holland when my heart stopped. Gosh. I think that maybe I've been one of the luckiest people on the planet because I felt very strange and I said, I think I'm having a heart attack. And Brian said, are you sure? I said, not sure, but I think I am. Get a doctor. He was there in minutes, took one look at me, sent for an ambulance and my heart stopped as they walked into the room. Three goes on a defibrillator and they got me back. I was taken into a hospital for three weeks and this is my attitude in life when I say there's only one way but up. So every day I had a psychologist come in to see me. They said, uh, you will lose your confidence and you'll probably get very depressed, but it will eventually all go away. So I said, well, first of all, did I, apart from my brain, did I probably technically die? He said, I, yes, you could say that. I said, fine. Am I talking to you now? <laughs> so he said, yes. I said, why would I be depressed? <laughs> to me, that's the greatest, <laughs> greatest thing in the world as far as I'm concerned. I said, I am never never going to be depressed. You get to a point where the only way is up. I've always carried that with me and I thought from here on in I am alive. I'm lucky to be here. I'm never going to be depressed. I'm now 10 years later. I'm here fit as a fiddle. I do the gym six days a week. That's very impressive. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. That is very impressive. (laughs) So I'm really, really fit. But it's again, it's those things when you're down, just say to yourself the only way is up and somehow you start that journey. Was that intrinsically in you or did you learn that from somebody who influenced you in your life? My father, I think. My father and I were so alike that there was always conflict. He had two daughters and I was the eldest and I was his son. So I'm not terribly domesticated. Brian does all the cooking because I'd suffer from malnutrition if he didn't. (laughs) It's why I think I'm very practical and very matter of fact. I don't know if you're allowed to say this, but when Brian first met me, he said I was the most feminine woman he'd ever met that had got balls. Oh, we can say that. Oh, we celebrate that sentence. <laughs> so, and he still says the same thing about me, um, but um, I'm not transgender, but... Uh, <laughs> Just to make that really clear. <laughs> But I think it's because one of the things that Brian said about me, and I don't know if it's true, is that I only draw issue if it's really necessary. If it's a minor thing that really doesn't matter, I let things go. If it really matters to me, I am more than passionate about it. My heart attack was good for me because I said to the family, you need to find another marketing director. I'm never, ever coming in the office again. Their attitude was, ha, ha, ha. You're a workaholic. You can't do that. I have never been in the office again. That was my moment to say, okay, I've done enough in my life now. I am going to take some pleasure somewhere every day in my life. Not every day is pleasurable, but what I would say to everybody is in every single day, if you don't get 15 minutes of something that gives you pleasure, you've wasted that day and you never get that day again. So it's really important in a day to say, I enjoyed 15 minutes of something. If you can't find 15 minutes, what can you find? (laughs) Even it's putting on a lipstick that you never tried before or it's going out and going that rose bed looks fantastic. So what else in life gives you pleasure? We travel a lot Brian and I. All over the world we do go to some very strange places before anybody else has got there. Like where? Um, well we went to um, British Guyana nobody goes to British Guyana I don't think for holidays unless they're a bit weird. <laughs> 
we went off on this trip because we work with crowds we don't like crowds on our time off so we camped out with Amerindians we put hammocks up in the jungle they put theirs outside of us to make sure if any animals came they would know about them first they shone a torchlight and there were eyes all around <laughs> us did you sleep <laughs> <laughs> I would not have done. <laughs> they caught our, our food with spears in the river. That's fresh. <laughs> uh, uh, that's fresh. With Brian, you don't have normal experiences. <laughs> you end up sometimes in a dry riverbed thinking, where the hell do I get out of this? And if there's a flash flood, I'm in serious trouble. <laughs> Your holidays don't sound relaxing. <laughs> Another way of making you feel grateful to be alive. Yeah, yeah. But I say to the four girls, if Dad and I never come back from one of these trips, because you never know, don't think we've missed one thing in life, because we have really, really lived it to the full. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From one full thing to another, shall we talk about your handbag? God. I'm very interested. I want to know what is in well, there. Well, the only thing I can tell you is that my husband says whatever I want seems to come out of that handbag. <laughs> <laughs> whatever he wants, not what I want. Oh, really? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, have you got a pill for this or have you got something else? Yeah, I have. Ah, so you're very problem. prepared. <laughs> what does your handbag say about you then on the face of it? Uh, it says I carry too much around, actually. <laughs> And I really ought to do a kind of a detox of the whole thing. <laughs> it's a very stylish bag. I like it. You are very glamorous, if you don't mind me saying so. Oh, well, yes, thank you, you for are. That. I mean, I don't see that, I have to say, but thank you. <laughs> How important is appearance to you? Well, if you think about my lifestyle, saying I've always been in tourism and been out front with the customer, you can't be shabby. They have to feel that this person that is talking to them is giving them whatever they want. This person knows how to do it, so you have to dress up. And one of the things that Brian said he admires about me is that I really don't do shabby. Sometimes we had a yacht, and when I was on the yacht and nobody was on the yacht with us, sometimes it would be no makeup day today. Just absolutely chill out on this one. That was my 24 hours of pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Very secretive one. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, yes, 
the older you get, the longer it takes. (laughs) (laughs) And I will tell you something that's going to happen this year, and I'm absolutely thrilled by this. I love dancing, and I can dance. Brian is learning to dance for my 80th birthday. When you say 80, I know the image is not me. It really, really isn't. I understand that, but I work hard at making sure it's not in the head as well as the body. One thing I won't have, and I don't allow Brian to say it either, it's our age. No, it isn't. The more you tell your brain it's your age, the more it will be. You have to say, I don't want to look like a spring lamb. That's not my thing. But I don't want to think like somebody who is not aware of the world, interested in the world. I don't want to be like that. I think because my brain isn't like that, then my body is responding to that as well. So I think it's a combination of the two there. The thrill of my life, apart from my dear husband... is uh, one of the things that I've always wanted to do was dance professionally with somebody, even though I said I never wanted to do it. And when I saw Deborah on Strictly, I thought, oh God, I would love to do just one dance with one of those. And for my birthday, Deborah is arranging for me to dance at my party. Are you going to be (laughs) dancing with any of the Strictly dancers then? You are. Oh, which one do you know? I don't know because it depends on who goes into Strictly and they wanted to know the dance. Well, my best dance is the rumba. But having said that, I just thought at my age, I don't want to embarrass my children and do the rumba <laughs> with somebody. <laughs> it's too sexy. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Don't oh, I worry do about what your children think. <laughs> no, they would be cringing. So I've chosen the quick step and the foxtrot that's very elegant yes it's very elegant my real fear when you say would you dance with my 80 year old mum the vision that they're going to have is not the real one it's not the actual vision (laughs) yeah so i said to deborah here's the photograph so that you can say look i know she's 80 but this is my mother i can actually still do plies i can still get my legs up in the air yeah i I just saw that that's that's confirmed she can (laughs) (laughs) i could do the can can higher than me Your children must be so proud of you. Well, I don't know whether they are. Sometimes they cringe with embarrassment, but um, children don't say it. It's just like, I'm proud of four girls. People say to me about Deborah, are you proud of Deborah? Of course I am. But then I'm proud of all of the girls. They've all achieved success in their own way. Let's have a look in your handbag and find an item that is very illuminating about you. Uh, Okay, very illuminating. Well, I suppose this... Sweetness, because I have been, uh, when my first marriage broke up, I just absolutely went to pieces. Uh, I was very young, with two young children, and I ate for comfort. You're looking at me now, and I'm eight stone. I was 11 stone, and I'm only five foot one. Eventually, I got back down. I don't have a problem with food, but I know that I've got a body that could suck it up and leave it there if it wanted to. When I eat, I eat sensibly. I keep off the sugars. I keep off the fats. I'm a sensible eater. How did you make the decision to go, right, I want to lose weight? I decided enough is enough, and I'll tell you when enough is enough when you can't walk without your legs chaffing in the summer and that's enough is enough i'm really hoping that when we leave this room you leave first and i can walk behind you (laughs) just in case So, and I then started to cut down on food and become more active. But then when I was having Emma, I picked up a virus and for about six weeks, the doctor put me on calf's foot jelly. It's the most revolting thing you could ever have. He said it won't affect the baby because it gave all the nutrients the baby wanted. But of course, when I came out of hospital, I was eight stone. Most people come out worrying about it. I came out thinking, whoa, look at this, fantastic. To be honest, Sonia, you might just be starting a calf's foot jelly craze. Everyone would be like, what? Get me some of that. (laughs) 
distance is lovely as lovely town. That sound tells us we have to move on. Do you have another item we could have a look at from your handbag? What have I got in here? I have my business cards. Very nice. And what a lovely holder. The reason I have my business cards now, if you've been in marketing, you never go anywhere without giving a business card, building a network, promoting whatever it is that you want to promote. Because you've travelled extensively, how do you think the British tourism industry measures up globally? I don't. Ah. I really don't. I can't speak for the whole of England, but certainly I know the West Country very well. We're getting left behind in certain areas. The coastal resorts, for instance, if you go to some countries that have the same climate as us, they have deckings put out on the beach, bars on the beach, so people can enjoy the beaches no matter what the weather. Actually, the moment it rains, if it's not cold, but there's cover, they don't have to run away. Mm. And so I really think that we need people that are in tourism and influencing tourism go abroad and look at what's happening. There's always something that you could bring back from somewhere that maybe hasn't happened here. And if you stand still, you're a dinosaur. You've got to move on all the time. Don't become a complacent. You've always been associated with the West Country, haven't you? What is it about this area that you love so much? I think it's one of the most beautiful areas in the UK. Lake District is lovely as well. But for me, it's the hills, it's the moors, and it's the people. One of the things that helps any product, and it costs absolutely nothing, smile. Smile at your customer. If you haven't got 100% right, they will forgive you if you smile, you're friendly, you listen to their problems, and you try to put them right. If you don't think it's a problem, it doesn't matter. If they think it's a problem, it's a problem. So I think smiling costs nothing, and everybody should have one that's working in tourism. When we were retailing, because I realised that some of our staff didn't smile, even though we told them that they had to, but they didn't, we bought pink t-shirts, and we wrote in script across it, smile. Now what happens then is your customer reads the word and smiles. So when he smiles, your staff smile back at him. It was that, and that was the only way we could get everybody to start smiling at one another. Put this one word across the t-shirt, smile. Well, we should all get those t-shirts. We'd be a happier nation. We'd get them on the tube in London. That would help. Yeah, but no one look up from their phone long enough to see that you were wearing it. I accidentally sat next to a crab. Well now, speaking of the tube in London, I have got something here and I know this is really weird. Brian said to me, you're bonkers. Wow, that's pretty. I sit on the tube in London and everybody looks like they're about to go to their mother's funeral or they're fast asleep or they're yawning their head off. Occasionally you'll get the girl that's doing her makeup because she's going to do a hot date, but apart from that... (laughs) So I think, oh my God, that I'm going to get off this thing and feel really miserable. So get this out. And I sit there like this. <laughs> and people are looking at you like this because they can't understand what is this funny woman doing twiddling this thing. <laughs> And suddenly, they're alive again. I think, oh, yeah, that's good. And then I keep it up. It's really, where did you get it from? Shapes and sizes. Oh, I don't know. I bought it, I think, at Seaside somewhere. But you can do different things with it. Is it called the Tube Delighter? (laughs) (laughs) It should be. It's brilliant. It's this little, just because this is radio, it's a sort of thing that you twizzle and it's got colours and it and does it changes patterns. shapes, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it's making me feel happier for sure. It's funny how just, again, it's that 15 minutes of joy, isn't it? Sometimes if you find a very charismatic tube announcer who's, I don't know, rapping or picking people out of the crowd and asking them about their day, it lifts you and then everyone goes to work yeah. feeling happier. Yeah. Those moments are quite few and far between sometimes in a grey well, London day. Well, hopefully when they get off the tube, maybe one or two of them will actually feel 
oh my god I feel good today looking at that weird woman oh you are wonderful <laughs> what with your smile t-shirts and your twiddly tube cheerer you are just spreading joy but I thought you'd laugh at that because Brian just I love it. he said to me you'll be locked up one day <laughs> Maybe I should have some chocolate. We should leave it there for today, which I'm desperately sad about because I'm just feeling happier by the second. Thank you so much for talking to Handbags at Dawn today and for sharing your bag with us. Well, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. You bring back some memories that you thought you'd forgotten about, but actually the brain's still working. (laughs) If people want to find out about your businesses and hotels, where should they look? Well, they all have websites. The Nobody Inn at Dodderscombe Lee, near Exeter, and the Moreland Garden Hotel at Yelverton, near Plymouth. Absolutely next door to Dartmoor. So for walking and all of those things, it's a fantastic location. And they'd be very welcome because my staff there are lovely. Yeah, turn up there if you want a massive smiley reception. (laughs) If you want to get in touch with me, I'm on Facebook, Handbags at Dawn. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Handbags Podcast. Thank you very much for listening to us today. Bye-bye. Bye-bye and keep smiling. Yeah, you can. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.